Welcome. I hope you enjoyed the conversation you're about to witness between me and another comedian. These are conversations I'm calling disorganized religion. God bless. And for any atheists out there, may nothing await you after this life. There is hope for you today. Come to Jesus, he's the way. That's it, baby! <laughs> and we're yeah, in! So and good. we're in! It's so good. Yeah, thank you. Thank you for joining us. We've taken a small forced and unforced hiatus for like a month, yeah. but we're back. Thank you for joining us. My name is Seth Lawrence. I am the host of Disorganized Religion. Joining me today is the disembodied voice of the fantastic on-air producer and my good friend, Travis the Clyburn. Bless you. And we are joined today by an actor extraordinaire. Mm-hmm. Ooh. The Rob of the Red Rob Roy Show yeah. and a favorite comedian of mine, uh, Rob Puglisi. Hey, how's it going, guys? Hey, thanks for joining me. Thanks for having me. Us, both of us. The good one is me, and Travis, Travis is, is over there. Yeah. yeah. Okay, well, hey. <laughs> no, that seems right. Yeah. I really like that theme song. Thank it you. It starts very, like, ha- hardcore date yeah. line yeah. Right? Like, it's going to be real <laughs> serious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. drops, <laughs> he's talking, and then, yeah. and then Jesus. hope for you today. Yeah. Yeah. I think there should be more Jesus in podcasting. I agree. You know? I agree. I don't think there's enough. Too little. <laughs> too little, too late. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what is... Okay. You're, are you from, or you started comedy in Connecticut? Yeah. Okay. And and what led you out here to L.A.? Uh, I was dating a gal. Oh, was... we're already in the dating life. Uh-huh. <laughs> okay, be a theme as to why I'm here seeking salvation. It's going to be a through yourself. line. I why, love it. Why I need it. Yeah. And uh, uh, it was for comedy. I wanted to go somewhere. It was between New York and here. And she wanted to come here. And that was all the convincing I needed. That was it. So she's still of... out here in L.A.? We went... <laughs> yeah, she just had a child. Oh, my gosh. Oh, yeah. yeah. How's your son? Uh, that'd be funny if I freaked out. It was eight years ago. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I want a DNA test. <laughs> I just have I no know, idea. I know it's mine. Yeah. yeah, right. Right. And very lazy sperm. Oh, me too, bro. Yeah. yeah, the yeah. true sleeper cell. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, yeah. Uh, no, she's good. Yeah, she's still out here. She's yeah. doing her thing. She just had a kid. So Wow, good for Pretty her. Cool, yeah. Nice. So, So that's what brought you to L.A.? Yeah. That was, you said eight years ago? Oh, no. I think it's 10. 10. We broke up like a year or two in. Gotcha. I think it's 10 the end of this month. Yeah. Oh, that's depressing. (laughs) What are you talking about? I don't know. I feel like I should be further along. Further along. In everything. I mean, okay. So maybe in your personal life. But, I mean, career-wise. Also professionally. Yeah, right. Career-wise. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, stand-up is such a nebulous bunch of little steps that don't, necessarily sure. mean anything until you get one of the big steps like what is one of your big steps that you're looking forward to i should probably have those you know? <laughs> <laughs> i have some basic goals i mean good point i guess or maybe not Who knows? no i don't know it's all weird now right it used to be like you get on a late night show but that doesn't really exist anymore yeah. or is yeah. important so right. right i don't know building a tiktok i guess <laughs> yeah yeah that's the main thing that i should be working on <laughs> crushing it on the socials with that's the gen z's really where it is you know gosh that's depressing i know i know 
It used to be like, yeah, get good at stand up, and then right, and then things would happen. I mean, you guys have a sketch show. Right? Yeah, I mean, it's, it's on Amazon Prime. Everyone can find it. That's it's true. fun. That's true. Yeah. It's good. That's true. Yeah, but you know, it's all nothing until it's something. Yeah, yeah. but that's something though. I mean, but. We're all nothing until I know. Well, you got a show. That's something I don't. I don't have a show. You can have a show. Yeah, I have a wife and kids. I don't have a show. Sure, I have happiness in my heart, but I don't have a show. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I don't go home to a lonely apartment that I share with a kid ten years younger than me. But that's not the point. That's not a show. show. (laughs) Absolutely, I wake up with love in my heart, but I don't have a show. So let's just say the grass is always greener. Tomato, potato. I mean, that's something, though. You know, you got to give yourself credit where credit's due. No, that's cool. But it's like, you know, until we can stop working our day jobs, it's not what you want. Yeah, sure. Right? Until you mm-hmm. can go, all right, I don't have to wait tables anymore or do gigs that my buddies do. Um, right. Yeah, it's all kind of, for me at least. Drive Uber. Yeah, it's all kind of like whatever. Yeah. But so you, what do you do? What do I, For money? Yeah. I mean, wait tables. Oh. Yeah. With yeah. Bruno, right? Yeah, with Bruno. We don't talk about Bruno. We don't talk about Bruno. <laughs> yeah, silent. Are we <laughs> children? No. What's going on? No, it's just an, it's an Encanto uh, song. Oh, I don't know. Anyway, no, it's a kid talk show. About Bruno he I'm writes. stuck in like kids what? entertainment. <clears throat> yeah, you're making references my, I couldn't possibly. Children <laughs> couldn't possibly get. You don't like Pixar or Disney? Or? I do, but I don't know Encanto. I don't know any of the new ones. Oh, okay, that's fair. There's a guy on YouTube who's like a wacky guy. Yeah. Okay. And I, a kids love him. I forgot his name, but he's just a wacky guy on YouTube. What does he do? Mr. Beast. Wacky stuff. No. He's, That's a little older, I think, than my kids would be appreciated. Yeah, this is really? like Mr. Children. Beast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, Mr. Beast is a. I mean, he's a great guy, I guess. He's no, out, he's, he's handing out just, money all over the place, right? I mean, yes, yes, yes. Yeah. But his name's like Warbly, something like that, Warbly. something kiddy. Warbly. That's... Yeah, I don't, that's not right. But and he just like <laughs> does goofy things, and he's worth like seven million billion dollars. When you say like like pranks, he's got no. like a prank show on YouTube. No. He's he like, like doing... dresses weird. He's like Pee Wee, basically. Oh, well, so like he jerks off in theaters. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> yeah my oh. my kids are definitely that's not right. into that. Can you believe in the day? <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Mr. Herman got canceled, and I call him Mr. Herman. Got yeah, 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 yeah. Show him respect. Canceled for that. He did the right thing <laughs> in the right place <laughs> in an adult theater of consent. You know, I mean, yeah, you're right. Imagine yeah. no sex with underage, no creepy texting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're in a porn theater, you're jerking off, and we vilified. <laughs> I that, mean, okay, man. wait, 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 right? Wait, wait. Destroyed no, his no. life. However, <laughs> if you watch Second City, uh-huh. the birth of Pee Wee Herman. The whole point of him was he put mirrors on his shoes to look up dresses. Oh. Yeah. That was like the genesis of the character. That's where he something. started? Yeah. So any female that would enter Pee Wee's Playhouse, he had mirrors on his shoes. Oh. So he could look at pussies. <laughs> Pee Wee. Yeah. Mr. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mr. Herman. I mean, the whole, the whole thing, literally the genesis of the whole thing was um, perversion. So... Interesting. Well, it's a creepy character. I wonder how soon into writing the pilot that they were like, the execs were like, we, we're going to cut that part. He's like, no, it's my whole thing. He like really pushed back against yeah. it. Yeah, you guys to, don't get it. Yeah. How am I supposed to do the character? Hollywood leads. You don't get it. <laughs> trying to trying to censor art. You're trying to stifle Mr. Herman. <laughs> Bull- 
<laughs> Nobody tells me. He's got him second city uh, legend. Yeah, okay, I mean, we can't. Yeah. But back to the scandal, uh, I think it would be interesting as a breaking story today if some nothing. reporter were like, you got to check this out. Nothing. And they'd be like, that's not yeah, worth anything. Right? And then we ruined his life over it. And he, was, <laughs> he brought a kid into the theater with him? No, 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 no. He was alone. Alone? Okay. They snuck in, paid we're for not, a ticket. We're going to pass on Wait, that Was story. it pedophile on the screen? No. Adult porn. <laughs> yeah. All right. So nothing. Yeah, that's nothing. a great point. Yeah. You know? It's very interesting. Adult man. I just mean. Comparing off to adult man. But it was a different time then. Yeah. We were a more wholesome society. Yeah, the 90s were very wholesome. There was a lot more Jesus. No, they weren't. Huh? <laughs> what are you talking about? No, it was just- what you, yeah, wait, the, what? The boomers running everything. Golden it, it, age. I remember it was the golden also- age. <laughs> Wife stayed home. Sock hop was big. <laughs> Are you talking about the 50s? Ah, 90s, 90s. We're talking 90s. about the good old days, Travis. Yeah, 90s, 90s. No. 90s. I'm, I, I, lo- I do like that about the phrase, <laughs> the good old days, that there's no... No qualification on that at all. No, yeah, no. There what is. are we it's talking about? Being white. <laughs> is that what that is? We're the good old yeah. days. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the good old days. <laughs> so, are we still in the good old days or no? No, I think things it's have gone significantly. No, we. We're... <laughs> yeah. Well, you used to be like yeah. You used to be able to do. I definitely that. blame all of my lack of opportunity on that. On, uh, rather than my lack of talent. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, I, I'm not getting a TV show because they don't like white people anymore. But, you know, <laughs> there is some truth to that. Yeah, now, if you allow yeah. me to cue in on the rest of this Uh-oh. interview. Here we go. <laughs> no. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It's, that's all true and all not true also. I think that it's right. like all a grain of salt. But there is forced, you know, um, ham-fisted bullshit. That just like doesn't need to be there just for the sake of diversity. But then there is also a bunch of white dudes complaining they're not getting it because they're not funny. Yeah, not because they're Preach. not. Huh? Preach. Preach. Yeah. Preach. Oh, I thought you, I thought sorry, you said. Sorry. I thought Preach? you said rich. I was oh, like, rich. That's the guy rich. on my show. Yeah. No, I agree. <laughs> Have we met Rich Roy? Yeah. I you agree. know what I'm like? Oh no, I, I like rich, but <laughs> <laughs> no. But it's you don't, I don't like the rich. <laughs> the rich. Oh, I do. If you want to sponsor the podcast, <laughs> Rich, I like you. So write into me. I know I'm wrong. I'm <laughs> that would wrong. be great. The group Rich, the general Rich. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But yeah, no, so whatever. It's all. I think it all evens out because there's more opportunities in general across the board. Right. But there is also that other part of it where it's like, well, does this have enough, you know, whatever, blah, 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 diversity Audience. in it. Yeah. That kind of thing. Yeah. So from Connecticut originally? Yeah. Born and raised. Yes, sir. And then out. So were you raised religious in Connecticut? No. Never baptized, never went to church. Oh, okay. Nice. Yeah. Parents totally out of the game. It's weird because my dad grew up, I think, Catholic. He's Italian. They're Catholic, right? Yeah, Generally. Mostly, yeah. Catholic. yeah. My mom did too. But yeah, when we were born. <clears throat> and they're both conservatives, like staunch okay. conservatives. Yeah. Oh. Intelligent people, but conservatives. And uh, <laughs> yeah, they decided not to. Wait, wait, wait. What do you mean by intelligent but? Well, it's a Los Angeles-based podcast, so when I say conservatives, people are going to be like, oh, don't enable. Oh, they're backwards. Having sex with their cousin. (laughs) No, my mom's a real smart lady. She just doesn't believe in spending money on things that is stupid to her. That's basically. really weird. What their conservatism boils down to. Got it. Okay. (laughs) Sure. Sure. uh, But so you would think we were raised in some type of religion, but no, we never were. Interesting. Yeah, I don't know why. I always asked him, and he was like, we just wanted to give you the choice on that. But then he, my father would, like, hold all the beliefs of that religion to an extent. 
Okay. And would like try to enforce them sorta. Like we had a very uh like he canceled MTV and BET growing up. Sure. Which oh. I didn't know you could do. He only canceled yeah. two channels, but we had the rest of them. <laughs> yeah, like yeah, yeah. Too salacious. Yeah. My house only canceled BET. Yeah. No, there was yeah. racial. Hey, wait, wait, wait. No, I'm just, what? I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> we we had them. We had them both. Uh-huh. But it was like frowned upon. If you watched them, you had to surreptitiously do it because my dad would be upset. Right. If he saw you watching them. Right. Yeah. And it was that kind of thing where he was like, yeah, yeah. I'm sick of this. You know, right. whatever. VH1, VH1 was another one of those channels in my house. Uh-huh. So it was like, why are you watching? It wasn't you shouldn't a, be watching that. It wasn't a race thing as much as it was a sex thing. So it was like spring oh, yeah, of course. break on Yeah, MTV yeah. That was that my, kind of my house too. Real world. Yeah. You know, there was a lot of inappropriate stuff on MTV. Yeah. So Music just, videos alone. Right. Like, yeah, that was like wild softcore porn back in the day. Yeah, so oh, he yeah. just got rid of them, and then, uh, uh-huh. and then he would say, like, if you said, be like, yeah, I don't say that. Oh, like, Dad, interesting. Go to church. <laughs> Do uh, you yeah. even know who he is? Yeah, yeah. right. Yeah, and then uh, interesting. Okay, yeah, so stuff like that, but never, right. never went, never bad. Were you time. raised with like a curfew on Saturday night? Like you got to be home before midnight because Sabbath is Sunday. <laughs> we don't mess around with Sundays. Not because of Sabbath, but uh, just, he just in wanted general. To go to bed. They were, like, strict, or he tried okay. to be, but then I rebelled horrifically, so ah, eventually we just gave up on that. Were <laughs> <laughs> you just, like... I was a psychotic. You were just teenager. gone? Yeah. Forever? Well, I came home during the week, there was a curfew, and I would, like, abide by that because I didn't want to get in trouble, but then, yeah. eventually, as I got older, I would just... Like, my dad was the kind of dad who, I remember one time, he came to a house party on oh. a Friday night and pulled me out oh. in front of everyone. Yeah, oh. That kind of guy. And you were 16? Younger. I was probably yeah, 16, 17 around then. Wow, yeah. that's a rough one. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I didn't care at the time. I was just like, yeah, Interesting. Interesting. But it was, he was just like out of touch. Like, I remember he asked me, I was like 18, and he was like, Robert, sat me down. He was like, one day, somebody's going to offer you marijuana. Uh-huh. And at that point, I was like, Full. And you were like, in the future? <laughs> no, I was like, at that point, I was like a full-blown alcoholic already. <laughs> I probably a light pill addiction. <laughs> Oh my Somebody might gosh. offer you marijuana at some point. Sure. Like, Did he know your addictions at that point? No. Interesting. Really? Yeah. No, yeah. Had, had he had any substance abuse issues? No. So he yeah. just didn't know what to look for, had no idea? Like, yeah, he was, he was he like a good boy growing up. He okay. Was like a, he was like a, he liked fishing. So he was like. come from your mom? Uh, <laughs> no, my mom. I'm just trying to find, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know. No, my origin, mom doesn't drink right? either. Yeah, I've been looking for years. I've been. <laughs> every psychologist I go to is like, well, how was your childhood? And I was like, perfect. <laughs> oh, I mean, yeah, I mean. It's all childhood trauma. And I was like, I don't think so. Interesting. Ah, it's real frustrating. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, you know, there's genetics to it. Like of my course. uncle, my grandpa died of alcoholism. I got, uh, my oh. cousin died of drug addiction. Yeah, well, but, so it's in there. Sure. But yeah. there was no, like, well, no, inciting event. No, I mean, let's say it's ABC. Right. A-E-F, you it, know? It's known to skip a generation. It can do that. But usually they're, they're like, what? all this... <laughs> All the chaos in my life, there's a people, every therapist is like, particularly with yeah. relationships yeah. and women, they're like, well, usually this is like some childhood trauma. I'm like, that seems all right. <laughs> I got no answers for you. Yeah. No, what you've done is you just blocked out all the trauma. Maybe. And they need to uncover it. Maybe. You need to have some some hypnotic session where it all manifests. I almost went to a hypnotist. Yeah. And uh, I almost did two things recently because, uh, <laughs> whatever. I've been sober for 11 years and I was yeah. talking to a guy who is sober also 
I was like, I'm thinking of doing a mushrooms, man. Like, right. I had a hard time. I can't, like, I keep repeating the same mistakes. Yeah. He's like, well, I did that sober, and I got the number of this lady. If you want, she's a therapist. She comes and does it. And I was like, all right, cool. And I called right. her, talked to her for a little bit. And then at the end of it, I was like, well, how much does this cost? And she was like, $3,500. Yeah. <laughs> Does that include the mushrooms? Yeah, I think so. But still, <laughs> I was like, you know, mushrooms are 30 bucks, right? Yeah. Yeah. So instead, I went and did them with a, a lady I know in Pasadena for free. <laughs> And right. Are you a new man? No. <laughs> well, that's what you pay. I know thirty five hundred dollars yeah. for. Maybe. I, say, I, like, I can get mushrooms for both of you guys for like eighty bucks. <laughs> it's cheap. <laughs> Maybe. It's definitely a new wave mentality yeah. of dealing with issues. Is this mushrooms thing? Yeah. This well, serotonin. The, the current. Uh, you know, I've been taking antidepressants since I was a teenager, and right. uh, they definitely don't fix the problem they do help for sure but there's just so little there's like so little solution around like mental health it's all like managing yeah you know there's no every doctor you go to like you can call a psychiatrist tomorrow just tell him a couple things and he'll give you drugs which yeah shouldn't be the case you gotta know the key words but yeah yeah well all you have to do is be like man i've been having trouble lately with you know yeah i mean motivation i I, I like that too because like i agree with that like uh, most people, even if you go to AA, are on like antidepressants, or yeah. they're on uh, antipsychotics, or yeah. they're on anti, you know, anxiety meds. You know right. what I mean? Right. Like I've never met anybody at an AA meeting who's like sober. Well, I know a couple. They're, they they do exist. <laughs> are they okay? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> are they okay. There is there is degrees to this also. Yeah, like, that's what I mean. Like, yes. of course, I had a you friend know. who was a heroin addict and was living on the streets, and now he smokes weed all the time. And I was like, that's significantly better. <laughs> yeah, right? Well, yeah, it's still good. That's still a good right. thing. And right. it doesn't yeah. like <laughs> antidepressants don't get you <laughs> up. You know? I I would yeah, still I mean, shame him for not being sober, but <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, that was a thing for me. I was like, is this sober or not but i don't like um i don't count antidepressants as a oh no not that i meant the mushrooms no uh, definitely uh, not like yeah yeah which yeah. i don't think technically it is but also no. to me like wearing the badge of like i'm sober sober but you're miserable is not like it's not great worth it either sure yeah the whole point to me wasn't to be yeah you should be happy the, the idea yeah, was like not to have point, a shitty life right, right. And it didn't, you know, at no point was i like man maybe i can drink again like, that wasn't <laughs> part of the thing <laughs> Yeah, well, I, I mean, sure. I think, don't they talk about addiction in any sense as really just trying to fill a void? There's some void. Well, and thus yeah, brings us sure. to the Lord. Yeah. <laughs> hey. You really slid that in there. <laughs> I'm just saying. Really proselytize me. When the writing's on the wall. No, but that's what AA is. I um, Oh, I know. AA is the whole point of AA, which no one really brings up usually. Right. The solution of alcoholism in AA is spiritual experience. That's the solution of it. Yeah. Is, well, it uh, started out as a very pro-God. Originally, it was a different, or different group. Um, yeah. Uh, I forgot the name of it, but they were a Christian group. Yeah. And they had success getting people sober, which prior to this group in human history, there had been no cases of repeated ability to get people sober. If you were an alcoholic, you died an alcoholic or you went insane. Those yeah. were your two options for all of human history. <laughs> right. And uh and this group came and they um they were able to like repeat a spiritual experience for people to help them get sober. The problem was that group went into politics. Uh and the politics specifically of um 
the teetotaling, like non, you know, the, in the thirties, not drinking, they became proponents of not drinking. Right. Because yeah. of that, other interest groups got involved and they kind of like dissimilated. Gotcha. So AA stepped in and did the same similar thing uh, with the new group of guys, and they have you know rules where it's like we don't get involved in anything outside of this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why it stayed around. But yeah, the whole point of it is to find a higher power, which right. is frustrating as all. <laughs> Wait, why do you find that? What do you find frustrating about it? <laughs> How much time we got left? <laughs> we got like at least forty minutes. minutes. Thirty minutes. <laughs> don't interrupt me for the next thirty minutes. <laughs> Forty, yeah. I see. You just want control. Maybe that's it. It's. I think the frustration is. Uh, the frustration for me yeah. was when I am dying. You know, it's really easy to turn over my idea of what my life should look like and uh-huh. be willing to be like, I don't. I'm. I'm gonna die drunk. I'm miserable and suicidal. Uh, I'll let go of all my ideas. Just tell me how to live. Right? Okay. Which yeah. is so when you're at rock bottom. Yeah. Necessary, yep. I think, for me at least, to be uh, willing to walk a spiritual life. Yeah. What happens though is that you get better. <laughs> yeah. Things get better. <laughs> yeah. And then you're like, I don't want to do any of that gay <laughs> anymore. <laughs> what am I, a gay guy? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> no, I want to I wanna bang chicks. Well, I mean, like a real man. Yeah, you're like, I want to be a normal human being and live yeah. my life and not have to continually turn towards a higher power or, you know, other right. people and include them in my daily activities. <laughs> right. right. It's, it's normal. I just want to be a healthy sociopath. Well, yeah. It's, yeah. Uh, it's normal <laughs> as a human being to let ego into your life. Yes. The problem is if you're an alcoholic or an addict, the pro- the ego slowly gets bigger and bigger and you don't notice. Yeah. And it's subtle. So then the ego is totally running the show. You're not yeah. doing any of the spiritual stuff and you don't right. notice. Right. Because it's not like a day or two. No. For me, it was like 10 years of being sober. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, I'm out of my mind again. <laughs> and I keep ruining my life with the same woman just with a different <laughs> name. Great. Yeah. And uh, yeah, so that's kind of where I've been at lately. It's like, how do you get back to that willingness to... Uh, be uh, live a spiritual life because that was never my goal in life. You know, it was never growing up. I was like, I want to be a spiritual guy. Yeah, I want to do. <laughs> yeah. My goal in life was to be Dave Attell growing up. I <laughs> sure, to drink and be funny. That was yeah, it. and then yeah, like, yeah, yeah. No, nah, it's not an option for you. You know, because uh, you can't drink. Right. Yeah. And you're very often not funny. So we got to work on that quite a bit. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> so then it's like, oh, I got to adopt this whole new outlook and that's hard. It's all that stuff. You know? Yeah. Well, it sounds like there might be a happy medium somewhere for you. You have not yet found. Not, yes. I'm not saying with sobriety necessarily, but the spirituality part. Yeah. Like, I don't yeah. think you should compromise sobriety. No. But. There yeah, might that be can't a happy, be compromised. Like, you don't have to go be a priest. Right. You know? Yeah. But it's, it's, the difficulty is, and my frustration with the idea of the Lord is. Uh, okay. <laughs> There's a lot of. I felt that. That was a lot of sarcasm with that one. Rightfully so. Okay. (laughs) Stop it, Travis. The Lord. (laughs) But if if God is all good and all knowing, Uh why would he make it so that human will is so fallible at every turn? And the (laughs) answer is to seek him, which requires great discipline. Sure. And then he's going to litter the earth with hot chicks and heroin. (laughs) Like, he's going to make life intolerably hard. Yeah. Put uh, porn, all that 
drugs, everything. Yeah. Yeah. That is so in, instantly gratifying and yeah. immediate. Right. And then seeking him is such a task. Right. It's like, sure. Well, it doesn't work right away. You got to continue yeah, to do give these us things. Some time. It's like, yeah, but I don't, I'm not happy now. <laughs> right. It's <laughs> annoying. If he was, you know, all good, he would make yeah. it a little bit easier. You know well, I mean? maybe, but maybe not all good things are an easy fix. Yeah. But if you're somebody who's like struggling to live, you know, no. I feel like the God, the God should be more, um, he should be more, more uh, accessible, more accessible, yeah. easily more accessible and more well, throw I'll, some more miracles around. I'll tell you where you can find him. <laughs> where? Uh, I got a church that I go to on Ramsdale yeah. up in La Crescenta. He's there every week. Well, see, even that, the traffic there is a nightmare. <laughs> yeah. I mean, for you yeah. getting there, but I'll, you know what? I'll get you on, on meet with us. Meetwithus.org. Like a Zoom type thing? No, it's it's a, a meeting house finder for my church. I see. Where we can find Meet. your church building close to you. So with your, do you <coughs> run into this stuff in your, because you've been since a child. Yeah, I was born into my faith. Okay. Oh. Right. And there, you're a very smart man. I know that about oh, you. You're a very you. funny man. Thank and you. Those things, particularly those two, are genu- generally, well, that's a generalization, which is why I said generally, but yeah. not coherent with somebody who has... Had faith continually the whole way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I see what you're saying. So how has right. that not been, has that not, not even like that you're too smart or whatever, blah, 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 but clearly like how do you not fall into those trappings or how do you not, because um, I think that the inaccessibility of God exists for everybody at some point, right? Correct. So I when, think so. Yeah. When that happens for you, how do yeah. you not, because for me it was like a long period of time where I was like, I'm just not feeling it right and eventually i was like i know how to make myself feel good yeah how does that not occur for you oh well i think i I think it does it's just a different choice right it'd be like i mean i don't go to the gym every day Mm -hmm. but i know people who do Mm -hmm. and for them it's like of course i go to the gym right you know what i mean it's (laughs) not like they a lot of them don't necessarily like they'll they'll make the choice to go yeah but their default is to go Gotcha. They're still making the choice, but their default is to go. Right. And I think it's similar for me where there's a learned habit that my default is to believe. But has there ever been a period of time where you don't, because I'm not going to do something if I don't feel the results of it. You know what I mean? And you got to feel the results immediately. Not necessarily, but okay. pretty quickly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's fair. <laughs> I mean, within, that's fair. within a month of yeah. doing an action, if I'm not yeah, feeling yeah, any yeah. different, why the I'm going to keep doing it. Yeah. And I'm, has that occurred where there's been a period of time where you're like, I don't feel any connection with a higher power. I don't feel yeah. any connection with anything else. Yeah, for sure. And it was actually, for me, um, one of those experiences was when I was on my mission for the Church of Jesus Christ, mm-hmm. where you should be feeling the Spirit like every day. Right. You know? It's a, it's a big deal mm-hmm. for young men and women to go out and serve the Lord doing this missionary work process. Where did you go? I was in Canada. I was in Montreal. <laughs> That's a funny place to go to spread the word of the Lord. <laughs> yeah. You're going to say Kenya. Kenya. No, where, I went. Where did you go? We were in a look, very established I, I first world I kept it to country. the whites. So we went to Canada. Yeah, I was That's in Quebec so with the uh, Quebecois. Cancun. We went to Cancun. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But only the resort side. Yeah, nobody was interested in the Lord in Cancun for some reason. It was shocking. Uh, they weren't super open as a people to the message either. Mm-hmm. But, you know, they like service. They like being served. Sure. You know what I mean? <laughs> but um, you didn't feel it then. I went through a period of, I would say, five. 
it was maybe five, six months, kind That's of in, the, in the middle of my mission where I was like, I'm wasting my time. Mm. We weren't really teaching anybody consistently. So I didn't see like the effects of it changing people's lives. Right. I had my experience that I believed in, uh. but as far as like seeing it in other people, that was gone for a while. Yeah. And I remember for a good three, four months of sincerely praying like this, am I wasting my time? Mm. Is this worth it? I didn't like the companion I was with at the time. I didn't like the area I was in at the time. I felt just useless. So what changed that? Uh, One night I was praying and while I was praying, asking, is this a waste of time? You know, I'm still out here. I just don't know if I should stay. I had this question back to me because I'd been asking all these questions, you know, and this question came back to me. And what I thought was, are you doing your best? That was kind of the prompting I felt, the question I felt come back to me. And as soon as I started thinking about that, am I doing my best? Because one of my other questions was, am I making a difference? You know, is this helpful? Right. Right. Like, right. And once I started thinking about it more in terms of, am I doing my best? It changed. It changed my perspective on it. Fair enough. Okay. And I started feeling, I started feeling the spirit again. I started like, it was just about where I was looking for gratification. I was looking at, you know, I was looking outward for gratification and that, mm. that, that can't happen. You know, it's not going to work. Yeah. You can find fixes for it, but I think spirituality wise, spiritually, it's not, it doesn't yeah. work that way. I get that. That makes sense. The whole point is, yeah, it's supposed to come from within and the uh, results aren't the point, right? Seeing somebody, like, get it isn't the reason you do it. Right. You do it to do it. It's nice. You know, it's nice when it makes sense for other people and it, and it changes them and they accept it. Like, that's great. Right. But as far as what is the point of serving a mission or being a good person, it's yeah. not about other people, actually. It's about yourself. I, 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 that makes sense. I, I, that's one of the issues I have with the whole God thing. And then the other thing yeah. is... Uh, is mental health issues. Mm. Sure. Like the idea of schizophrenia to me. Yeah. And that's the extreme one. <clears throat> well, one of, but yeah, yeah, for sure. There are lots yeah. of scary ones There's out there. There's a lot of bad ones. But yeah, yeah, yeah. But I've yeah. dealt with my own and, uh, and it's when that stuff crops up, it's like, yeah, that just seems, there's no, like the idea in the spiritual world when I was like really invested in it and getting sober was there's nothing that God can't fix, right? Mm-hmm. If you turn towards the idea of a higher power and God is in quotes of whatever the blah, blah, blah. Right. right. And you're talking about within the system of AA. Is this where you... That's like, where I learned that's all what my you spirituality. Okay. Yes. Got that's it. where I tried to apply it to my life. Gotcha. But, yeah. Um, so, but when you run up against real mental health issues and you see how that field is and how inaccessible it is and how yep. you can't do anything if that isn't taken care of like yeah you can't go help other people you can't do any right. of that stuff right and uh you know and trying to get the right medication trying to get the right doctor and trying to do it if you're poor is all impossible yeah right and that's one where it's like so yeah. personal and such a torturous thing that it seems very um and if god were all powerful it's like well fix, fix it. it yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, you can see me trying. <laughs> right. You can see me praying. You can see me doing my best. And right. And still, my brain is... And I have... My is always, like, just anxiety and depression and, like, some OCD, like, repetitive thinking that can be... Yeah. yeah. Which is nothing on the grand scheme of, like, a guy who's... 
hallucinating that the CIA is after him. <laughs> Although that one, he still has nice. that. Yeah. yeah. He but still has that. That one's kind of nice because at least you can be like, yeah, but I'm crazy. So <laughs> don't expect a lot, Adam. But a lot of the times they're not like they're not that self-aware. Sure. They yeah, can be lost like, in it. Absolutely. You know? Absolutely. Yeah. But there are people who it's an episodic thing where they're Correct. good right. and then break from reality. Yeah, right. And right. that, oops, sorry, that kind of stuff to me really, I struggle with the idea of a uh, all-loving being that is capable of fixing your problems because it's like, yeah. do something. Dude. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah, I mean, that can be, you yeah. know, attributed to any significant problem each yeah, of person course. has. Well, cancer, why is cancer right. there? AIDS. Yeah. AIDS, I mean, but take the, your pick. Right. But I mean, there's, you know, Sorry. they chose the AIDS thing. But there is uh, <laughs> every third world. Yeah. Why does every third world happen? Well, but the mental health yeah. one, for AIDS. maybe it's just because it's personal. <laughs> maybe it's just because it's a more personal thing. But that, to me, yeah. seems so specifically torturous to somebody. Yeah. yeah. No, that's fair. It, yeah, AIDS. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> that it's like, and if you're trying to be a good person, because I've gone through periods in sobriety where it's like, my brain just the bed. And yeah. I got to, like, mm-hmm. deal with that. And you go to a therapist who just listens and goes, Maybe it's this. And you're like, <laughs> right. All right. Yeah. Here's Where medication. did you go to school? Yeah. yeah. Right. And, right. And to their credit, like you can't open up the brain and just, well, it's, you know, it's a, it's yeah. a working diagnosis, but it's, yeah. it's very frustrating. Right. Yeah. So that's the stuff where it's like, yeah, that was, uh, and that still is like a big, a big problem for me with the idea of a loving God. Yeah. It's, you know, because it's like, it's one thing when you're on the other side of that stuff, yeah. which I usually tend to get to, and then you can be like, well, I can see why I went through it. Now I can help other people and be right. of service. And But when you're in the middle of it, and or it comes back, and you're like, yeah. I'm tired of doing no. it. Yeah. Yeah, 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 for sure. But For sure. You know, I don't know. And that's the kind of, uh, those kind of like, yeah, those things frustrate me with the whole idea of it. You know, the whole idea of... The whole idea of God. Yeah. And prayer and a spiritual life and all that stuff. Where it's yeah. Like, well, if you're going to do all this stuff and then your brain can just turn on you, what's the point? Right. You know? Right. I mean, I think I think we all have our own struggles. Not to, like... I, I don't think we should pit our struggles against other struggles and be like, well, my struggle isn't as bad as this struggle. Sure. Because it's just your struggle. My for you, that's everything. Mein Kampf. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> You know, that's for that you. Was a that's joke every, for Travis, but he walked he away. Left. I know. <laughs> no, I just seem like a Nazi. <laughs> he, he has had enough of this conversation. He's bored of it. Uh, so I'm just saying that you know, for you, that's what you're dealing with. For other people, that's what they're dealing with. Right. Their own struggles, which are a big deal to them. Sure. And I think for everybody, it's like they. It's the same question everybody has about God. Like, if He really loves us, why is there any struggling at all? Yeah. Right. But then, I mean, what would be the point of, of, like, why is Christmas special? You know what I mean? Why is a birthday special? If every day is easy or every day is a party, who cares? Who cares about your birthday? You know what I mean? I understand totally. Like, there can't be the good without the bad. It's the yin and yang of life. And maybe it shouldn't be so bad. That's what I mean. Like, the yeah. degree of suffering that some people experience and others don't. Oh, yeah. It's, uh, it's horrific. It can be, uh, yeah, I'm not even specifically talking about myself just generally. But right, right. It's it seems at a certain point cruel and unusual. <laughs> yeah, well, I think it's tough. I mean, for for my theology, it's really based in people having agency, mm. and so terrible things are going to happen not because God makes them happen, right? But because 
he allows us to all make choices. And some of us make really bad choices that affect other people. Sure. The mental illness thing is a different beast altogether because there's no choice being made. Mm -mm. It's just part of our world that we're in. And so in that respect, I think, you know, it's, it's a different, it's a different problem. But that can be, you know, kid who gets cancer, you didn't make a choice that can be applied to a lot of different stuff. Oh yeah, for sure. The same frustration with God is there. Right. Um, yeah, I guess it's the uh, accessibility of God in those moments. Yeah, where it seems like you're doing, man. Yeah, one well, and to me, for me, it's been a, I think, a learned skill. What is the skill? Uh, getting in touch with that spiritual is that spirituality. Yeah, you know, just choosing. For me, it's like choosing to believe that God is there and that there's a purpose and there's there's a point that I'm not alone. For me, the biggest thing with struggles is is you feel alone. Yeah, absolutely. And yeah. there's no one there to help you. Nobody cares. Nobody can't do anything. Well, in that one-sided conversation of prayer, <laughs> yeah. it feels like when yeah, you're yeah, yeah. in the middle of that is more frustrating. Yeah. Rather yeah. than it being like a uh, a healing moment, if you're feeling alone and you don't feel that connection, you're like, right. This is even worse now. Right. <laughs> you know, because you're yeah. praying, trying, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, I'm I'm trying to be as like sympathetic to it as possible because I, I feel like I understand what you're saying. No, I know you do. I, I, and I agree. I just I agree. mean, I say when I say whatever, it's because I like, these are thoughts I've had a million times and answered a million times for myself. <laughs> yeah. You know, but it's where it's like, I'm tired of hearing myself. <laughs> think about that. <laughs> that wasn't a whatever it's to so you. so depressing. Well, it's just, it's frustrating because it's, yeah. for me, when I got, when I got, when I got sober, like that spiritual part of my life, I was like, I found the holy. This, yeah. It was a big deal. It was like a huge, huge thing for me. And then when that like slipped away, and I couldn't get back to it, I just couldn't, for whatever reason, I wasn't capable of feeling like I was back in alignment with it. Really, for a sure. long period of time. Yeah. It, and everything else was more accessible. Other solutions to my pain and suffering. Right. That it became very frustrating to where it was like, I'm not even going to try anymore. Interesting. So, so what do you Fair think? Enough shifted because i assume what you're talking about is your struggle with sobriety finding the spirituality side or this kind of response coping mechanism you know strategy yeah in aa opening up a new world to you then then you're talking about something else coming in yeah well what what (laughs) thoughts rational thinking that's what travis is gonna say yeah well It is what it, what he's saying is rational thinking in my understanding of the exploration of this stuff is your no you're right is your ego like, okay um and when you say ego let me, I'll explain like, yeah um so about ego to me is me it running ego, my own ego. life uh huh is me ma- waking up and making the choices to run my own life yep I wake up and I go I'm gonna do this and I'm gonna do that and I'm gonna do this which everybody needs to be able to do to a certain extent otherwise right. you can't function right same yeah. But if uh, spirituality is the answer to your problems, which being a person who's an addict, my problems are me. Uh huh. Those when I start making those choices without any spirituality, those choices start getting yeah, 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 a little intense. Yeah. You know. But the issue is, is that it happens slowly. So, like I said, originally yep. got sober. There is no ego there. Right. And for me, that's when I was able to feel like really in tune with the idea of a, a spiritual practice was like, I don't need to, I'll just do what I'm told and I'm happy with that. And then yeah. right. 
the ego regenerates because that's part of being a human with a person. Right. The ego exists in everyone. Right. And uh, I think being an addict or an alcoholic or whatever, it's stronger than the normal person. I mm. think that yeah. voice is louder. It's uh, more. Con- it's more. It's more subtle, and it and it seeks comfort more uh, readily than another person does, mm-hmm. or more aggressively. And uh, that's a frustrating balance to fight all the time. Yeah, and eventually for sure. you start yeah. going. Like, oh, want to fight to, like I'm tired of yeah I'm trying to get there but it's like and it's all kind of like at a subconscious level yeah that's what I mean with the frustration of God is, is it's not like you can't choose to surrender that's not a choice you can make interesting right. that's an emotional experience that has to occur to you uh-huh and generally it's <laughs> through tremendous amounts of suffering <laughs> sure <laughs> yeah 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 and it would be nice yeah if you could just go I'm gonna I'm gonna turn my will over to God and I'm gonna just do that of course, but it's not a, it's not, it's not as simple as that. Like there no. has to be a deeper thing occur. And yeah, uh, I mean, I right. think of it more for for me in a religious context. It's more of aligning my will with what God would want me to do. Right. So it's not that you're giving up your choice. It's that you're making a choice that God basically is like, yes, that's what I want. Which at any time is the greatest possible good, right? Right. That would be God's will is the greatest possible good of any given situation. Yeah. Yeah. But the frustration is when you are in pain and suffering. Yep. The greatest possible good in any situation like might not provide relief then. That's where, where Yeah. Yeah, where yeah. It right. can sometimes make it harder and right. make it worse. Right. Mm. And someone who like I don't know what addiction is. I I I think of it it truly is like a mental disorder or like a personality disorder even. Yeah. Because that that ability to like withstand uh, suffering. I feel like people who do suffer from addiction like feel things more strongly or have a less less resilience to pain than normal people do. Interesting. That's been my experience, and not just yeah. with me, with like a lot of people I know, where it's like we can't tolerate discomfort, and that's yeah. Um, and you get better at it as, as you stay sober longer, but there right. you know, certain things happen or whatever. Blah, right. Blah, and uh, yeah, but see, that's what I I guess. So for me, with with you know, feeling connected spiritual wise, mm. I've had to kind of learn the same and obviously still in it, you know, <clears throat> learning the same lesson over and over again in different settings. Right. Yeah. You know, like for me with the mission, I had to relearn this lesson that I felt like I learned when I was a that's, kid. That's the other frustrating part for me yeah. is it's you feel like you're on this merry-go-round where you're yeah. like, I thought I figured this about myself yeah, but 10 it's, years ago but it's more it's more of a spiral right. staircase right like moving up to heaven yeah so you're going around and things look fairly similar but you're doing it on a slightly different plane every time hopefully yeah i think uh and maybe it's i think the perspective is the problem a lot of the times for me personally is my perspective isn't great on it and when i'm going through a thing sure. that's that i've gone through before and i put myself in a bad situation where I'm now struggling, that perspective isn't there where it's just like, I feel like I'm at where I was when this problem first happened when I was 15 or yeah. whatever, repeating yeah. the same mistake and having that perspective can be really difficult. So yeah. it's easy mm-hmm. to get stuck in that plane yeah, and not realize that like it's part of the You've deal. progressed a lot. Yeah. You know? Not seeing that. In the yeah. Moment. I mean like the black and white, kind of if your situation is once you were dealing with it in a in, with sobriety you know where like you couldn't function day to day 
and now it's with other things, right? The other thing might be relationships. <laughs> right, but I'm just saying one is it's like a different aspect of your life. Yeah. yeah. It, it's a lot of it is me being a baby. Like, <laughs> it is. A lot of it is me like uh-huh. I have this divine sense of justice that has sure. no business in the real world. Okay. I have this. Are uh, you the oldest in your family or second? No, I'm the middle. Middle. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. <laughs> All right. And uh, yeah, I have this. I, I have this innate thing where it's like this isn't right. Yeah. In any sort of situation, it can be <laughs> sure. Which is sometimes yeah. good. You yeah, know, I'm yep, like yep. Uh, very altruistic in certain areas with people where I'm like that's not a right. You can't yeah. treat people. Yeah. <laughs> but then when it comes to so you fit right in at BLM. Exactly. Yeah. I went to the march. <laughs> yeah. Hey, I saw you there. Yeah, I went to the march. I watched you on TV, but a lot of colored people at that. <laughs> I was surprised how many. <laughs> yeah. No, um, sorry. <laughs> no, you're good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you have this divine sense of justice. Yeah, so when that... That can be good. It can be good, but when it's used in my life and looking at myself in the gray areas of something as, uh, you know, uh, whatever, spirituality, it becomes very damaging where I'm like... This isn't right. Where you're hard on yourself or you're the hard whole situation, on God? Mm. God and myself. Where I'm like, we did this yeah. four years ago, and it sucked then. We should we ha- we can't keep going through this. Yeah. And it's, yeah, there's not a lot of, uh, it, it is like a stern, a sternness that doesn't help. Yeah. And I don't know uh, yeah, how to, because it feels to me like, no, I know I'm right. Like, I know I'm right. About <laughs> this is. Yeah, if yeah, you draw yeah. it up, it's horse. Yeah. And when something's horse, I have a hard time being like, "Well, you know, it's the way life is." Yeah, I right. have a hard time with that. Or yeah. I just get mad. You know, Darius Culpepper. No, who's oh, that? okay. He's a great comic. Anyway, he has a joke about atheists, atheist friends, because he was raised religious. It's like it's tough with mm-hmm. religious people when things go bad because you got to kind of be like oh, thoughts and prayers. But with atheist people, it's great. Just be like, and be like that sometimes. That's so funny. Bridge. Yeah, it's the a black great, dude. Yeah, that's it's a so great funny. joke. Great job. Be like that sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> but that's kind of what you're getting at, right? That it's I struggle yeah, I struggle with that because I want to just rail right. against the whole the system. Which is life. Yeah. <laughs> like, this is life is unfair. <laughs> yeah. Bridge. Uh, that's what I mean where me it's me being a, a, and, bit, a and petulant. With, with God, it should be fair, is what you're saying. No. Uh God should have uh yes, or it should be if there you can be see immediate me trying, justice, if you can see me yeah. trying, yes. help. Send yes. me a f- fox that's white that isn't. <laughs> give me some type of sign. Give me yeah. some communication here where it's not pure faith on this. Uh-huh. Um, but it's it is difficult because I have had like spiritual experiences that um, yeah were significant to my life, and uh, I think atheism is. I think atheism is in a lot of ways. Um, I think it's a privilege. To be an atheist. Yeah, interesting. I think if you haven't really suffered in life <laughs> to where you go, I'm out of all like, logical thought has not helped. Yeah. Uh, you know, every practical application I've thrown at this problem has not helped. Um, you don't get to be an atheist. And if you are, like, good for you, man. <laughs> like, if you shoot yourself in the teeth and you die with the thought of, like, I'm an atheist, I respect that. But I think really if you are like, you know, like there's like there's a lot of those guys. Who's that guy, the British guy who would uh, argue is a famous atheist? Ricky uh, Gervais? No. <laughs> He's one of them, though, for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, uh, Richard Dawkins. Dawkins. Oh. Yeah. And uh, and the other guy. Who's the other guy? Yeah. Interesting. 
Who's the other guy? There's Dawkins oh, about and Hitchens. then Hitchens, Christopher Hitchens. So here, Christopher Hitchens is this incredibly intelligent, well-rounded. I mean, they both are. Order. But yeah. yeah, but yeah. the ability yeah. to disseminate like the argument of faith, which is something you can't logically argue and win, he would do. You know, and then he died of alcoholism. Yeah, and it's like all right, cool. Yeah, Hitchens uh, <laughs> died of pancreatic cancer. Yeah, he was a drunk though. It might not have been specific. No, no, no. He definitely died because he drank. Too yeah, much. yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, yeah, yeah. yeah. But, I mean, so that's the point is there it's, like, I think if you are truly an atheist, I don't know. Like, I, I believe that that's, like, eh, life's been pretty good, huh? <laughs> life's yeah. been all right. You've never had to go, like, I'll pray, I guess. <laughs> I'm out of I, I guess I'll pray. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. To me, it is, uh, there's an egotistical side and a hopelessness side to it, too, that I find uncomfortable. Yeah. I mean, you know, it, there's an enviable kind of element to it. Of like, wow, you just are okay. I mean, I well, talk about I mean, like yeah. seeding control. Yeah, there's just no control of anything. With uh, being an atheist, yeah, I think they think they have total control. I mean, that's crazy to me. No. Yeah, you know, Travis was an atheist. Is that what I'm getting? Yeah. What is your? What do you? I mean, think? I think he leans toward atheist, but I'm agnostic, uh, right? I'm agnostic atheist. Yeah, is, yeah, is yeah. what they call me. Right, <laughs> right. It's, it's, the it's like the in between, where it's like I don't really know. No, but I, I don't think agnostic so. atheist means um, I I don't believe anything that's been presented to me. Yeah, right. and that's, which is atheism essentially, right? Because like, well, atheism well, is agnosticism. A, yeah, right? agnosticism. Atheism right. is a is a belief. It's like that I know there's, there's no nothing. Yeah. Right. So if if I if if you come to me and you say Jesus Christ is Lord. Mm. I go, prove, prove it. it. <laughs> yeah. And they go, sure. Read this book. <laughs> Read it. Yeah, and I go, yep. no. Well, that's, <laughs> that's, you know. But that's, yeah, that makes, like, I mean, that's, yeah. That makes sense. I, it, yeah, exactly, yeah. And like, my, that was what I mean, like, for me, was when drinking was so bad, it was like, yeah. uh, you know, I went to this program, and then the first thing they do was like, the answer's God. And I was like, <laughs> interesting right, right but all right and no that's the thing about all that that was like of course no one would believe any of it if it that's why that program in specific is is great or has been i think is a beautiful thing um is because you know you do the there's work involved there and none mm-hmm. of it is proselytizing not that that's bad but yeah, none yeah. of it is like a faith that you have to go preach it's these this work you do and then they promise that you'll have a spiritual experience. That's the mm-hmm. promise. Mm-hmm. Right. And once that occurs, it's very difficult. If you really do the work and have that experience, it's really difficult then to be like, ah, I think I don't I'm still an atheist. Right. Just because for me, yeah. and you can intellectualize it and you can quantify it in a bunch of different ways that maybe it is you know, just you self-deluding and all that stuff right. and blah, blah, blah. But there is this, for me when that, the, time where I felt like the most spiritual in my life was I felt a connection to everything else, Mm -hmm. which is not a normal experience for me. And, uh, and yeah. And yeah, the issue is the church, a lot of churches and a lot of those things up the idea of God, like, yeah. Oh yeah. Throughout history. So it's hard to, it'd be like, if there's a cure for your problems, but it's like mostly, you know, spoken by pedophiles. (laughs) (laughs) That's a hard sell. Yeah. When it yeah. wasn't originally. Yeah, yeah, originally, yeah. people were like, we are starving and dying. And people were like, we'll oh, do yeah. this stuff, and it would work. And right. I think a lot of it is uh, 
contempt prior to investigation. I mean, like that's why, mm. like I love religion in a weird way because it's like, don't eat shrimp. Well, that's religion. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Don't eat yeah. shrimp. Yeah. Because I watched 30 guys die because <laughs> they ate some shrimp. You know what I mean? Like, that's religion. Back in the day, that was yeah. helpful information. Don't eat pork because this guy, you know. Yeah. He cut don't know how to prepare pig, it, right? Yeah. Yeah. Bled out. My friend Jeff died. <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? Right. Yeah. Like, that's good. These are all good things. And yeah. modern religion is just, hey, you know. Well, not all. Well, There's still one good mm, modern religion. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Is uh. <laughs> yeah. I I think that's I think what you've shared is beautiful. That's the way I feel about my faith too. Yeah, I don't think I have uh, any gripes with anybody who believes in any. I just for me like this. It's where whatever. For me, the difficulty is originally. I still struggle with being an atheist or agnostic a lot of the time. Because for me, it's yeah. like, it is a selfishness where it's like, if I'm not feeling it, I don't care. Right. Which is yeah. a difficult way to have faith. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 So for me to have, be part of an, organi- an organized group that requires more belief and tradition that I, um, that seems even stranger or even less like, yeah, uh, to me then. No, it's, it's much more focused. Yeah, and on, just on a lifestyle, it's much more rigid. Whenever there's like the yeah. story, I yeah. struggle with the story. Right. Unless the people who are running it go, "This is all metaphor." Uh huh. If they go, "Look, this right. is all metaphor." Right. You don't have to believe in Adam and Eve, but there's a right. metaphor here right. that right. is important right. to life. Then I can go, "I'm with you." But yeah. as soon as they go, "No, nah, this happened," I'm like, <laughs> "Yeah, <laughs> this is for sure the way that it went." Yeah, that's yeah. tougher. Yeah. Right. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. For you, because that is yeah. Uh, part of your religion that is different. Does this are the stories true to you, or is it like you take it with a grain of salt? Um, and if they are true, like how do you not go? Well, why is that true, and this isn't, and all that? Yeah, I mean that's a really good question. I think about it mostly as poetry, right? For me, most of the Bible is poetic. Mm. Um, the there's a little bit less forgiveness with that when it comes to the Book of Mormon, because we do as a as a church believe most of what's written in the Book of Mormon like actually happened. Okay. We tend to look at that as more of a historical record. Now I'm not terribly married to that that idea. That was know? the John Smith character, right? Joseph Smith. Joseph. Yeah. So Joseph sure. Smith translated these plates that were that are you know we believe to be a a record kept by these ancient american inhabitants mm. and so there is a pretty heavy cultural to look at those writings as historical gotcha. right? like this is kind of the way a lot of uh biblical uh literalists would look at the bible right, right? like this stuff actually happened 100% so the bible is you go that's poetry that's metaphor but the book of mormon is this is Culturally, within my church, yeah. That is generally the way people look at it. Is that how you look at it? Not necessarily. I I don't know quite which stories are like, this one definitely, this one is more of a metaphor. I think there's a lot of metaphor within the scriptures throughout. Is the Book of Mormon just more commandments or more... No, it's more stories, actually. Like, if you you look at the New Testament and kind of the travels Mm -hmm. of of Jesus performing miracles and then Paul, uh, you know, going around 
preaching and stuff like that's more of what the Book of Mormon is. It's okay. it's like it's like journals from prophets that inhabited America. They move from Jerusalem. It's about a family that is exiled from Jerusalem. They then take boats across the ocean to the Americas, and then they inhabit the Americas. And mm-hmm. it's basically these prophets, the leaders of the people in the church, who write down what happened. Okay. So that's why I think people look at it more as like, this is historical. Yeah, because it also wasn't very long ago. Right? Well, I mean, all of the timing of it. when he found the... When he found it, it wasn't very... The 1800s. Yeah, like he found yeah. the script, these, these plates in the 1800s, but they take place, you know, we believe they take place in like... 600 BC. Gotcha. You know, mm. but are the are, so are the plates something uh, that exist or was it him? They exist somewhere, but okay. we don't have them. Gotcha. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's one of the issues that people right. are like, "There's no way this is real." Because he those was like, plates "I were, read them. Those plates were me, caught way back up." <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they exist, yeah. bro. I mean, so and there are people who have issues with because it wasn't just Joseph Sorry. Smith who saw them. There, you know, he supposedly showed them to 11 other people. So there's like a testimony of three witnesses and then testimony of the eight witnesses. These two groups had different experiences with the plates. Some were able to see them and hold it. Like one group was able to hold them, mm-hmm. touch them. Another was shown them by an angel. Oh. And so, but but there are people who have issues with how those accounts are written. Sure. Where it's like, ah, but one guy wrote the whole thing. And so maybe there weren't 11 people who saw them. A there's- lot of the people in those groups ended up leaving the church. Uh, but never, there's no documentation of them ever rescinding their testimony, right? Like, they never right. take back, I never saw the plates, okay. you know? Like, there's not, I, as far as I know, there's no documented, I didn't really see them. Some of them talk about it as, like, it was an experience, I may or may not have had it, I guess. Right. But it's it's a very nebulous area. Gotcha. Yeah, I mean, is the, are, the Mormon church, as far as, like, all the other modern progressive stuff, are they pro all that or is it still against all that? It's a really, this is a really tricky area actually, because there's a lot of theological, for me, this is an area where I think my, our generation for people in my faith are really struggling. Right. Well, yeah, because Because no, that's where it gets, that's why theologically it doesn't make sense for us. Right. Because we believe very strongly in gender. We believe very strongly in man and woman. Both being necessary. Is that part of the Mormon book or just the Bible? Uh, both. I mean, for us, both. Okay. You know, we, we look at the Bible and the Book of Mormon all as teaching one truth. Right. 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 All is teaching about who God, who Heavenly Father, who Heavenly Mother is. Mm-hmm. And, and our relationship to them and how Jesus Christ relates to us. Because we believe they're all different people. You know, it's not God. God is not Jesus. Jesus is not God. They're, they're separate. Father, Son, distinct. Holy Spirit, right? They're all distinct, though. We don't believe in the like the Holy Trinity idea. There's a goddess. What? There's a goddess. Yeah, we believe in a heavenly mother. Yeah, I had no idea. What's her name? We don't know. (laughs) We don't. Well, just like we don't know God's name. God's more of a title, right? God's heavenly father. Everyone knows. (laughs) Steve. Sorry, but does any part of Steve and (laughs) Helen? Yeah, it's just some like very LA names like Isaiah. And yeah. it's, it's Sky Hunter and Roman. Everyone knows that Sky and River. Yeah, but like yeah. that part of it. That's what's interesting to me about religions is their own particular leanings towards whatever they, uh, you know, like the Mormon religion was a new religion, right? 
Well, so this is another word where I'm going to fight back a little bit. I mean, it was established with Joseph Smith yeah. in 1836. Mm. But our, like, theologically for us, no, it's what was taught. Sure. Old Testament, you know. But I mean, one. Uh, we're the new Jew yeah. is really what we believe. One, but one. Hoteps. The yeah. 1800s was when the name was coined, the yeah. Mormon religion. Yeah. yeah, right, right. So the whole idea of, like, creating progeny to was to expand the church no do you mean like having kids and yeah. stuff yeah yeah for sure but that what that and that being such a heavy we I mean to an extent of the church makes sense to me as far as like just infrastructure yeah yeah right. but we also think and we tie this back to the adam and eve story which one i look at as heavily metaphorical yeah of importance in family and posterity well, I mean, the importance of family isn't something that should be understated. I think mm. I think the difficulty with anything when it comes, it's weird because it's weird because as society, you need like it all expands to how does this work in the world, right? Sure. And um, as society, you need laws, and laws are <laughs> meaningless. Yeah. Unless right. there is a pinpoint of like, but that's why authority, right? Which is God. Yeah. Or morality, right? which can be argued God or not. Right, but morality can be nebulous. Yeah. You need a fixed point. Which is God, originally. Right. But right. The, the, problem, but the problem I have with the organized, not a problem, but why it's more difficult for me is because you don't need, you don't need those arguing points to have a spiritual experience. You don't need any Correct. of that stuff involved oh, yeah, to be able to feel like you're in touch with God. But also, no. right. these religions were established in a time where that those greater things needed to be established, which was laws and, yeah. you know, truths that we all like, ah, we probably should be kids, right? <laughs> <laughs> we all get on board with that. Or we shouldn't yeah. kill people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 seems yeah. killing people? No, yeah. all right. But I guess yeah, what no I... No kids yet. <laughs> but I, that's why I struggle with it in a spiritual sense. Yeah. Is, yeah, is it's like you don't need to get involved in any of that. No. Yourself to have uh, feel like you're in connection with something. I, I agree with you 100. percent You don't. You don't need religion to <laughs> to feel like God loves you. And the frustrating thing is that, like, not frustrating, but the real thing is, is like when you do feel a connection with uh, some type of spiritual practice in your life, you're innately going to do the good things. Yeah, and that's what like mm. the Ten Commandments. I forgot what this is from, but this is not. I didn't think of it. Some, I read this somewhere. <laughs> Might have been the Da Vinci Code. But uh, <laughs> the idea was that the Ten Commandments weren't commandments. Uh-huh. It was, mm-hmm. it was a mistranslation or whatever. The Ten Commandments were guideposts. If yeah. you're thinking and feeling this way, you know you're on the right path, which is like you're not envious, you're not murderous. Oh, interesting. Yeah, okay. You're not coveting. You are walking towards God because of these ten signs. Yeah. Um, so it came first, the spiritual thing. Yeah. But yeah, it's I get why that would make sense with all the you know uh, gender issues nowadays for the Mormon Church. But that's just like so I don't know. It's such like a, co- a current thing that won't be a current thing in ten years. I mean, yeah. maybe, maybe not. You know, I don't know. The, as long as you can have kids, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. If a, one of the guys says he's a lady and the girl says she's a guy, but they can still make a child. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. they're gonna be there, right? Does that matter or no? Yeah, I don't. I don't know necessarily in the grand scheme of things. You know, yeah, yeah. Um, it's a little confusing. It's very confusing. Yeah, you know, and and I feel badly for people who struggle with that. Mm-hmm. I don't. 
No, they should all be. <laughs> we need to eliminate. Yeah, no, I'm just kidding. I, I don't. Know. It's a tough. It's a tough thing. But I think it's a. It's, it's an, an epidemic of identity. It's a tough thing, particularly when you have children. You're trying to raise them in Los Angeles. I'd imagine. Mm. I mean, you know what? My wife and I aren't quite as concerned about that. That's good. I don't know. I mean, you know. We'll see. We'll see kind of what happens as our kids get older. Is that not a thing that is occurring in school, though? Like teachers? You know, we haven't really encountered that much in our schools, so that's been good. But we're also pretty open with our kids about it, you know, and we're trying to teach them. You know, the baseline is you love everybody. Right. Treat everybody with respect. Treat them all with kindness. It doesn't matter what they think they are. Yeah, I think I think the reason why it doesn't matter is because even though it seems not that it doesn't matter, but why is a religious person and that being part of your um, a big part of your religion wouldn't be concerning to me is because as although it seems like a major problem currently and it is the current news story or whatever. Yeah, the majority of the, the amount of people who actually like struggle with that is very small. Oh, yeah. So it's never going to be I don't think it'll. Yeah be a thing that like cracks society or breaks uh, like the family unit was far <laughs> far before oh this yeah, yeah, yeah. Thing. a lot of other things led to that problem yeah. for sure I, I think it's the mentality and the um what the the mental gymnastics people are doing to justify or vilify those who are caught up who are affected by the gender and the sexuality issues you know what I mean? Uh, sort of. It, it's like a second. It's like people removed from that. So mm. it's not necessarily a, about the people who are affected because yeah. it, it is a small population. And I feel, you know, it's like I do feel like things will be made right for them in the afterlife with God. I mm. think they will be okay. Yeah. Why wouldn't they? It's the people who. God was like, <laughs> sorry, man. That was. Uh... It's, the, it's the people who are f- dealing with that on behalf of other people that I think is. Yeah, it's that's tough. everybody. You know what I mean? The marginalized voices stay marginalized until other people are willing to say yeah. something that aren't part of the group. So you need it, right. but also, yeah, those are the people that don't have hobbies. Well, <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's spend like all day on Twitter. <laughs> and, and. We we all make assumptions, and I feel like anyway, I I don't know, I don't know how it's going to mushroom out or you know how it percolates out throughout society, but it feels like it's more of like. Almost a Karen mentality, right? Yeah, For sure. lack of a better term right now, of like I'm justifiably upset right. on behalf of other people. And I don't a, know. I don't know who they are, but that's the current there's always that thing that those people who do that where it's their hobby, they get mad about yeah. stuff. And it's I don't know. Like yeah. it's hard to like disengage from that because it's so much a part of stand up and what <laughs> we do all the time. Yeah. But it really is so important. But it's really hard to like just make do your own thing and not let that voice like dude you don't even know i mean i don't sometimes i'll be like writing a joke i'm like ah, i don't know if and i'm like can what the f- is that yeah why yeah. of course i can tell that who, am, yeah. who is that guy <laughs> that's not the guy that started comedy no the guy that started comedy he's like i can't wait to say this thing <laughs> um but yeah so it's all part of it yeah know. yeah it's an interesting uh it's an interesting sensitivity yeah which you know it might be good it might be bad you know, I think I, I, think, I think we have to point out the absurdity. Like as comics, our job is to point out absurdities, inconsistencies, yeah. regardless of where they're from or why they're there. What's Very funny true. is what becomes the absurdity. Of course. And that changes. Like originally oh, the absurdity yeah. was, can you believe a guy's a lady? And now 
the absurdity <laughs> if you're a comic in LA is like, can you believe yeah. this guy doesn't believe guys are ladies? <laughs> right. So it's like that. Right. Now it's that other right. step. Yeah. And uh, it's yeah. weird how that just keeps <laughs> yeah. changing and changing and changing. And that's what frustrates me is like the comedic, like, am I on the right side of the joke? For all the other people who yeah. are part of this to look at me and go, oh, it's right. all right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you can be funny there. And that's what's frustrating. It's like, you can be funny there, but I still think you're a pussy. <laughs> sure. Yeah. If you have a great joke where it's like, you're making fun of but it's like, do you really believe that? Do you really? Right. If you do, right. all right. But most of them don't. Yeah. Most of them go like, this is the safe thing to do here. Or this is the... And, but then the other guy sucks too. The guy that goes, all these <laughs> idiots. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, everything. You got to find, and I think it's all about, you know, perspective, persona, and genuine. Are, are you sincere? Is yeah. it sincere or not? And most people don't have sincere opinions and thoughts because that takes a lot of effort. Yeah, well, yeah. and a lot of people were are young, you know? Yeah. We see a lot of young, like, comics now are young. Yeah, yeah, yeah. in L.A. in particular. And I hate when i buddies with a guy, and he's, like, crushing. I'm like, dude, you're funny. And then I find out he's 10 years younger than me. <laughs> I know, kill him. <laughs> His life out. <laughs> How dare you? Heart <laughs> murder. Yeah. All right. So, do you believe in an afterlife? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> do we have another hour? <laughs> hey, all the time you want. Depends how late time no, travels. Uh, we, no, we're no, going to no, have no, to no. wrap it up pretty soon. Yeah. No, I don't. I don't know about all that. I don't know if I believe in an afterlife. Yeah. My, uh, good. Yeah. My. Uh, <laughs> Sorry. That's <laughs> a level of faith that I can't commit to. It would be nice. Right. Yeah, that's fair. But it'd be nice if after this things were cool. <laughs> yeah, I think they will be. I think they will be. I hope so. Buddy. They better be. Yeah, for real. What was this all about? It's another thing with God where I'm like, you, man. Just nothing? It's just more this. <laughs> just more well, podcasts. I mean, you know, for you sinners, it might be more of this. <laughs> for me, it's going to be awesome. going to be partying. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Rob, anything you want to uh, plug? Uh, you said it at the beginning, the Red Rob Roy show on uh, Amazon Prime. We're going to have new episodes, hopefully, Ooh. within the near future. And, uh, yeah, that's it. My Instagram, Rob Pug Comic. Excellent. That's about it. Beautiful. I'll put that in the show notes. Travis, anything for you, dog? Uh, no. All right. <laughs> Nothing. I've got some shows coming up. 29th. Yeah, me too, but this will air way after that. So After Sunday? No. This yeah. is going to air in like two days. Two days? Yes, we're recording oh, Thursday. Then, uh, it's coming out Sunday, baby. I got to edit this look thing. At my calendar. Son. Oh, jeez. Just okay, look at the regular don't. one. No. <laughs> I'll look at my. Uh, I've got a couple shows on the 29th. I have some shows on the 12th of November worth mentioning. Check out my website, SethLawrenceComedy.com. They're all listed there under upcoming shows. It'd be great to see you if you're in the LA or Pasadena areas. Hey, preach. So the twenty sixth, Fudge Factor. Yeah, baby. <laughs> You're doing a show called Fudge Factor. Yeah, yeah, that's a, Keith uh, Graber's show. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's, it's a, a fun uh, show. It's a riff show. Right. Uh, it's going on at eight o'clock. Where is that? Is that at the Chateau? I'm tr- I'm, uh, no, he's no. moved around a bit. I'm glad because the Chateau is for. Yeah. If you're doing comedy at the Chateau, you have not done a lot of comedy. Uh-oh. <laughs> Shots fired. Pew, right, pew, so pew, I, pew. I, Travis is really yeah, going out on a limb just here. Google uh, the, uh, the Fudge Factor. Uh, then uh, Thursday is the Fourth Wall Fire Show, Ooh. October 27th. Bam, bam, bam. Uh, 8 p.m. doing that one. And then uh, Friday is uh, nothing. But uh, Saturday... 
Uh, the 29th is um, uh, my Get Clyburn show. Yeah, baby. Nice. 10 p.m. Very excited for that. I'll be one. there. It's yeah. a fun one. Doing that. Diddy. He's there. It's You're doing a great. show. And then doing a show, and then I'm hopping to yours. It's going to be good, sweet. Yeah. All right. I'm excited. Yeah, Rob did it. It's fun. And he was sad. Oh. It was. And Why are you sad? Me, he was sad because he just broke up with some whore. But uh, it doesn't matter. Uh, <laughs> sorry, sorry. He, he, but now he's invited to this one. Yeah. So he can come later because he did first. Yeah. I had fun. Any either way. I know you had. Yeah, I know you had fun. <laughs> I remember the one of the things I went up and I was like, "All right, let's do some of these Jew jokes." And then one suggestion later, it was the Jews, and I was like, "Perfect." Rob walked up to me. And Here said, we go. Are you okay if I leave early? And he just had the sadness about him, oh. and I went, "Sure." Yeah, it was a tough month. And then he yeah. walked on stage, crushed. Of course he did. And then just disappeared <laughs> like. I- Batman magician. Like, I don't understand. See, and this is God's purpose. Yes. This is God's purpose in giving you terrible women to do. Yeah. What's so funny is, like, you literally went on stage and were like, why is this called Get Clyde Burned? And then you had two ridiculous Like, you literally summed up why my show is called. <laughs> what it's called. Like, your shows were like, your suggestions were like, the blacks. <laughs> and the... <laughs> <laughs> and then you just bounced down. Yeah. I was so sad. Oh. No, it was fine. Fun. Yeah, I was uh, no. in my best state of mind at that no. point. <laughs> you uh, are what our show is about. Uh, and we want you back. Uh, I'd love to come back anytime. Rob, you're the man. Oh, uh, you're the man. You're I appreciate you doing this. That was fun. I had a good time. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you so much. Thanks for joining in. And we'll catch you on the flippity flip. Jesus, he is the way.